Welcome to Storytime. Tonight's story was written and performed by John Bentz. At 4.58 a.m. on January 28th, 2020, the passengers aboard Southwest Flight 008 on route from DFW to BWI are cruising at an altitude of 37,000 feet, approximately 537 miles from their destination. A small bump, otherwise noted as a barely perceptible bout of turbulence, passes Flight 008 through a temporary wrinkle in the local region of space-time. What these passengers will soon find out as they descend into BWI is that the wrinkle has transported them 20 years into the future, and the year is now 2040. This is the story of the passenger in seat 27A. God, it's hard to believe it's been two years already. I mean, my dad told me life's gonna play tricks on you, but not like this. Fuck. All right, let me let me collect my thoughts for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. My name is Walter Lennon. I am making this recording at the behest of the resistance, or better put. The resistance made this recording possible. I'm going to start from the beginning. There will be gaps, and I will have to circle back. My memory may fail, but I'm going to try my best. (sighs) All right, here goes. I went to Dallas for a family funeral. Beloved Aunt Jane had died, finally. Not to sound cruel, but she'd been a veg... Oh, okay. Nobody nobody cares about my dead aunt. But I did get laid, though. One of my cousin's friends. Okay, all right. Nobody, I'm, I apologize for that. Nobody cares about my dead aunt or the fact that I got laid in Dallas. <laughs> uh, full detailed description if I ever get out of this shit. I promise. All right, back to the flight. I... Uneventful. I slept mostly. The only thing that seemed weird is that it was really dark around BWI when we landed. I mean, the place looked closed. So we landed, and nothing. I noticed weeds growing out of the cracks in the runway. The flight attendants looked confused. Most of the airport was dark. Only a small section was lit... The plane came to a stop and everyone was like, what the fuck? No one's phones worked, no service, weird. Finally, finally, trucks pulled up to the side of the plane and several black clad, heavily armed men entered, rounded up the pilots and crew and exited the plane without saying a word. This can't be good. Then the plane went dark. The jet engines powered off. The vents went quiet. Like it had just been turned off. 
People were freaking out at this point, yelling, even banging on the side of the plane. To no avail, we sat there for hours, sweating. Then I heard something something weird. Someone said either it's 2040 and Ryan Seacrest is president, or in 2040, Ryan Seacrest will be president. What? I mean, I... I don't know. Maybe maybe they were just playing around. I don't know. Trump's president now. Who could have predicted that 20 years ago? I can't be right. But it is. But not in the way you're thinking. I don't want to get bogged down in that. More on that later. So, so we're hustled onto a, a bus with blackened windows and driven into the night. More yelling, pleading, banging on the painted windows of the bus. The road was bumpy. I could see a small sliver of pavement through a, through a small opening in the paint. I could see what looked like vines. At least I thought. We drove for miles on a road so narrow, tree branches constantly rubbed the side of the bus. Finally, they brought us to what looked like a trailer park or a campground. Sun was blinding when they let us off the bus. Small white trailers assembled to match the seating plan of the airplane. My seat was 27A, so my trailer was 27A. The center road was like the center aisle of the plane. Everyone was shown to their accommodations. Someone yelled, this, this is some kind of a reality show. People laughed. It, nervous laughter. It seemed unlikely. I, I don't remember signing up for anything like that. At this point, we were all starving. They fed us. Okay, I guess I should stop here. I guess I should describe this they... They were people. They wore masks and gowns and gloves and clear plastic shields over their faces like they were afraid we would infect them with something. They were stern and used movement and gesture to communicate with us or boss us around, really. Day after day after day passed. All the same. They fed us gave us clothes, no information. Our wills were broken. It was so fucking hot. Eventually, the people in the hospital gear were replaced by robots. They continued to feed us. As time went by, people became resigned, accepting, stopped asking asking questions. Began to move on, so to speak. Clicks formed, neighborhoods sprang up, some coupled up. A baby was born. No shit. There were three main theories as to what the fuck had happened. And I'll boil them down. They are as follows. One, 
some kind of cataclysmic event happened while we were in flight, and and anybody's guess here, two aliens have taken over planet Earth. Hey, why not? Three, we have fallen into a time warp and been transported to the future. Hey, it's as good as any. Frankly, I got nothing. Then one day the robots didn't come. No food. Things got lean. We were eating bugs. And then these people came, rescued us. I call them the resistance because they look like a resistance. No uniforms, dressed in rags, fucking intense, and armed to the teeth. They keep talking about a die-off. I have learned some bullshit. Oh, shit, they're motioning to me. I gotta go. This is Walter Lennon.